Okay, who's next? Who's next? Who's next? Who's next? Discover presents Next with DJ Hoppa. Yes, that's right. Welcome back to Next with DJ Hoppa. I am DJ Hoppa, and our next guest I'm very excited to have. My man Davis is here. How are you, brother? Good, man. Thanks for having me. Yeah, man. Thanks for being here. Um, you've got a record that you released recently called Hello, and even more recently, you put out this new record, which is sort of a, a song about Los Angeles, where where we reside. Yeah, exactly. And uh, we're going to get a chance to hear both of those records. I see you brought your guitar as well, and uh, we're going to... I'm assuming going to get a little bit of a live rendition of one of those records, right? Yeah, definitely. Nice. Definitely. First time doing it acoustic. So uh, Doing uh, a Los Angeles. Yeah, I'm going to play Los Angeles. Uh, the, the newest single just came out on Monday, but uh, yeah, I'm going to try it acoustic or whatever. Nice, man. Nice. Well, we're, uh, we're happy and excited that this is the first time that you're going to play it. Um, I want to jump in and talk a little bit about your background and you know how you got into music and all of this so tell me where where the journey started for you man how far back do we need to go <laughs> uh to, to diapers no, no yeah kidding. exactly <laughs> uh i guess like when did you first learn or when did you first pick up your first instrument Oh, man. Uh, you know, I was always into music just as like a little kid listening to whatever my older brother gave me. But mm. he liked kind of rap and hip hop music. So uh, and I always liked that stuff. But then probably like a lot of guitar players, when you hear Nirvana for the first time, mm. you know, that just changes everything. I was <laughs> like, that's what I want to do. I want to be like that guy. Yeah. And then coupled that with kind of discovering the strokes as well when mm -hmm. I was young. And it was like, all right, I want to try to like write songs or like be in a band or something. Right. Do you so, remember your first band? Yes. Um, the first, oh, what were we called? Oh, we were called, it was like a punk band when I was in junior high. It was called uh, Farfetched. <laughs> and <laughs> nice. um, that was a really good experience because, you know, we had a little band going and we we're making this punk kind of music. And, uh, we got to play, we were in junior high, but we got to play like high school. Parties. Oh yes, that's a big deal. So that was like the big, I don't think anything will match how big a deal that was at the time. Right, right. Because if you got the kind of thumbs up from the high school kids, especially oh, yeah. like the punkers and kind of like the scene kids, like, you know, that was really cool at the right, time. Right, right. You know? <laughs> and, and, uh, and the high school ladies and whatnot that come with that as well, I'm sure was not a bad Dude, second Oh place. my God, look, you guys are so cute. You know? <laughs> right, right. Nice, man. Nice. Um, the the journey has been sort of filled with ups and downs and whatnot. Yeah. And like, you know, you, you know, are clearly somebody who's on the rise. But obviously there's been some hurdles along the way. What have been some of those hurdles Definitely. or what is like, I guess, the more memorable hurdle? Well, I mean, I had a band for years and uh, luck, you know, luckily we got to go on the road. We opened for... Uh, some crazy artists like Chris Cornell. Mm. We opened for uh, Peter Murphy from Bauhaus, wow, okay. which is crazy. Um, Blondie, like we old got school to, Blondie. Yeah, Blondie. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Debbie Harry, you know, yeah, wow. and, uh, and bands. And they were super cool, actually. Really inspiring to see live at their age, still killing it. Yeah. But um, yeah, we went on the road and toured, and um, unfortunately, like the band just it broke up. You know, we couldn't kind of keep it together. Um, as fans do. Or it's always happens. a challenge, right? I mean, like, that's it's always hard. a challenge. It's hard, man, because it's, you know, I get it. Like, people got to work. They, you know, they want to pay their bills. They want to do whatever. And, like, music is, it's a path where you're, you know, I mean, I'm still broke, you know, <laughs> barely <laughs> right. paying rent. Like, right, right. getting by, and it's a grind. So uh, once the band ended, then, you know, I was still writing songs or whatever, and uh, I was just in my bedroom, like I still am, just writing on a guitar. Mm. And uh, one thing led to another, and, and this project started, uh, which is just called Davis. And it's been cool, man. You know, I put out an EP. Uh, Crooked Finger. Crooked Finger. Yeah. Yeah, last year, about a year ago. And uh, that was kind of the first statement of what I'm doing now and my sound and everything. And then, like you said, just put out Hello this year and Los Angeles uh, just this week. Are those uh, a part of, like, is Los Angeles a part of a bigger project that's coming? Is, is it an isolated single? You know, yeah, everything, after I did the EP to just kind of like, I put out five songs and let everyone know, kind of set the tone. Like, mm -hmm. this is my sound, this is where I'm coming from, you mm -hmm. know? 
now moving forward, I'm just gonna release one song at a time, just singles. Um, and that's really cool because then I can really dive into a world around that song so I can explore every crazy idea that comes to mind. So Hello, for example, is like my ode to maybe Nirvana, maybe Queens of Stone Age, you know, maybe Arctic Monkeys, that kind of, and exploring that world musically. Mm -hmm. And then Los Angeles is like a totally different sound. It's kind of my ode to like the Clash and the Specials and some of these, you know, like almost like kind of punk ska bands or whatever. Right, right. But you hope as a songwriter that like no matter where you're pulling from, you can kind of make it all sound like it's Cohesive. the same artist. Right, yeah, right. you know, and that's the hardest part, just being like as hard on yourself and scrutinizing when you're writing mm. to make sure like, does this line up with what I'm influenced by and also like what I want to say? Like, is this right. worth putting out? Right. Because how do you figure that out? Man, it's just <laughs> it's just hours and hours and and I write all the time. So I try to write a song every day, mm. but it's not always great. Of course, most of them are just mediocre or terrible. And so, um, <laughs> you know, luckily, if like Hello, for example, came after about a month of just writing a bunch of different songs that just weren't happening. Mm. You know, like the song, I just was getting frustrated. I couldn't say what I needed to say, and I finally picked out a, up a guitar out of frustration, and I was just like. Bam, and then hello came out in like mm. 10 minutes you mm. know and i was and i felt it and i was like okay this is something special because it just came from the gut like mm. i didn't overthink it the lyrics were kind of one go right um and a lot of times that happens you know when you're just you're just slaving away at like so much mediocrity like maybe something special comes along and you just got to be ready for that like yeah. willing to see it yeah, not exactly. Not too in it, like where you're like, ah, I don't know. It's like this process of turning your brain off, you know? Um, right. Because right. The, and and the ego as well, because like, as a songwriter, like the ego is your biggest enemy, really. When you you know you're you're either overthinking things right. or you think you're you're kind of analyzing yourself too much, or you you know you think you're uh, I don't know, maybe you think you're too big for your boots or something or whatever. Like the ego can get in the way, and uh, it's really a process of just kind of unlocking like what's in your gut, what's in your heart, you know, and Not letting your head get right, in the way. Right, right, and I feel like that's so true of, I mean, definitely of music, but just in general, I think as human yeah. beings in 2017, we tend to get in our own way a lot. Yeah. Right? That's true, You know, it's man. like we're all in our own heads, I think, a little too much. Well, um, I'm excited to have you here. Um, I want to play Hello, um, and before we do, I guess let's tell everybody a little bit more about the record. Yeah, Hello came about, um, I was living in Echo Park at the time, and uh, I was just going through a really dark period in my life. You know, I didn't like the person I'd become. Mm. Um, I was going out too much, partying too much, I was, you know, broke as a joke, like, and I started lashing out at people around me who actually cared about me the most, you know? Mm. And then I knew I had a problem. I was like, when you're, you know, when your best friend for years is finally calling you out, you know, and telling you like, you're being a whatever, you know? Yeah, right. You're being a jerk <laughs> right now. Like, um, you gotta reflect a little bit and and, and maybe take a step back and, and ask yourself, okay, maybe they're right. Mm. Um, maybe I'm not the person I wanna be. You know, I was angry, I was frustrated. So, Luckily, out of that period, that frustration, um, the anger, it, a song came out of it, you know? And that's such a cathartic experience where it's like, all right, cool. I finally said what I needed to say. Um, all right, now I can kind of move no, on. Right, maybe no, become right. a better person, right. you know? And hopefully people can relate to that because that's, that's what I strive for as a songwriter, to just try to be as honest as possible and just tell my story. Like, and if people... Hopefully, you know, go, oh, I've been there too. Yeah, that's great. That's yep. icing on the cake. Well, I think so, man. I think you're onto something right here. Uh, we've got Hello queued up. We're ready to go. Uh, this is Davis Hello right here on Dash Radio. Don't go anywhere. We're going to be talking about his newest release called Los Angeles. He's going to be playing it live. You're not going to want to miss that. You're tuned into Dash Radio right here, right now.
that is. Hello, Davis here in studio here at Dash Radio. Uh, man, great vibe in that. And you can definitely hear some of those influences that you mentioned earlier in that record as well. Um, Thanks, man. But uh, yeah, man, that very, very cool. I'm excited about what's coming for you. I feel like there's a lot that's on the horizon you're such a nice guy too man it's like <laughs> you know so. you want to root for the nice guys too oh, um thanks, man. <laughs> tell me a little bit more about uh los angeles and this idea of putting together a record that was you know titled los angeles yeah so uh you know that song came about that was really like two years in the making because it took an experience to really get the lyrics out and get the message out right mm. so i was playing exclusively in Hollywood for like two years straight, right? Okay. Almost every night. Wow. And okay. uh, just all around town, but pretty much there's one club, you know, I was playing at Sayers Club. Yep. Like all the time, right? And that club, you go on at midnight or later. You know, sometimes you're going after 2 a.m., right? So right. like, it's, it's a crazy, crazy environment because uh, it, as a performer, it's a really great experience because that's a hard crowd to play in front of. Like, you got to win people over who are drunk, you know, who are <laughs> in a room and there's celebrities there. Right. There's like VIP, bottle service, all that stuff, right? And you got to, I got to get up there with a the guitar and try to get them to pay attention. To me. Right. So as a performer, you know, and even as a songwriter, it's a great experience because um, you just can observe and you get a lot of like ideas from that. But I started noticing kind of, you know, behind the curtain, like, you know, after the show was over, um, it was just the energy, not just at that club, but just in general in Hollywood among, like, artists and performers who, like, it just felt so competitive. Mm. It felt like it was such a grind, like... like a as rat if, race. Yeah, like a yeah. rat race, right. exactly, yeah. where, you know, it's like if one person gets a little something and everyone's there to kind of remind them and bring them down <laughs> again, you know, or, like, right. as if there's not enough... You know, there's plenty of room in this world for all different music that's artists, right? right? Yeah, it's not like right. just because like I put out a song that means no one's gonna hear your song. But anyway, um, yeah, it just felt so competitive, and it, it's it's confusing in in that part of town because uh, you can't, you know, as a songwriter, as an artist, you think like, all right, my job is to write the best song I can write and go perform the hell out of it, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But you then get confused and you go, wait a minute, should I be thinking about advancing my career? You know, oh, right. and then coupled that with like the celebrity obsession, you go, wait a minute, am I just trying to get famous or am I trying to write a good song? Like, I don't know. And everyone's so competitive. You know, it um, when I'm sure everybody's like motives are different, too. Right. I mean, yeah. you have some of these people that like, yeah, they're just trying to be famous. Right. Right. You know? They don't care what a good song is. Right. <laughs> they no. just want to be known. Right. And I or mean, they like, just want you to be famous. Oh, it's right. like, I don't even know who, like, I don't, I don't care what kind of music you write. Right, just, I, want, right. I just want to know that you have 500,000 followers on Instagram. Yeah, totally. Exactly. So they kind of, you know, it, it feels sometimes like, you, you know, you're playing to a room and everyone's just kind of like judging, like, should I like this? Uh, does <laughs> right. that person like it? Then I'll like it if they right. like it, you know? And, right, right, right. Um, but as a songwriter, like I said, that's, that's gold because you can, you can really write about all those experiences. Mm -hmm. And, uh, that's what the song Los Angeles is really about. It's about the grind. It's about kind of this competitive feeling that that exists in LA, kind mm. of like behind the curtain, mm. you know, the darker side. Yep. And I feel like not a lot of people write about it in music. Um, so it was just something I was noticing and I wanted to get it out, you know, my version yeah. of talking about LA. Um, and then musically, I wanted it to feel like you were driving because, you know, driving we all, is, everywhere. is everywhere, right? <laughs> so, like, I wanted to feel you, you were driving in every different pocket of the city. Mm. So, one minute it could be downtown, one minute it could be at the beach, East L.A., wherever. Right. So, um, musically, try to kind of, like, encapsulate that sound like a drive through the city. Yeah. You know, which is, which is hard to do. Like, it's... Oh, I think you got it, man. Oh, thanks, I definitely man. think you got it. Um, and I'm excited for you to play it for the first time ever live um, and honored that you're playing it here live in studio. I uh, want to remind everybody that they can listen back to this interview um, on my website, hopperworld.com. So go there. Uh, you can hear this back alongside all the other artists that we featured tonight on Next. And uh, we've got links back to all of Davis's social media and videos and, and streams and all that kind of stuff. So go and check that out. But... Uh, man, you're going to close us out here with with this live version of Los Angeles. 
Uh, take it away, man. Here it is. Davis, Los Angeles, live right here on Dash Radio. So you think you're pretty clever Swimming with sharks when you're out to sea But you never Thought you'd drift so far, now you're in too deep where you come from You need to go back to where you belong And remember Going south when the streetlights come on And the stories that have been told before We'll sing it again for those who don't know Once there was a man who climbed a mountain to the top But everybody down below just said It stopped showing off they said, we've never heard of you, but we know who you think you is. We know who you think you is. Welcome to Los Angeles. Welcome to Los Angeles. So you want to make a fortune? I bet you say your own mother just to get ahead Your magic potion Got you liquored up quicker than a jumbo jet Hey boy, there's no need to be afraid of Walking home alone in East LA But remember You'll never find gold in Silver Lake And the stories that have been told before We'll sing it again for those who don't know Once there was a man who Climbed a mountain to the top But everybody down below just said It stopped showing off They said we've never heard of you But we know who you think you is We know who you think you is Welcome to Los Angeles First I look up to you Nearly revere you Oh, but envy turns to jealousy soon And in the end you turn them against you And today they'll talk about it And tomorrow they'll forget too Once there was a man who climbed a mountain to the top But everybody down below just said It stopped showing off they said we've never heard of you, but we know who you think you is. We know who you think you is. Welcome to Los Angeles. Welcome to Los Angeles. Welcome to Los Angeles. Okay, who's next? This is next with DJ Hopper. Hey, that's right, DJ Hoppa here, and I'm very excited to have Kai here in studio. Kai, how are you, man? Yo, it's good. I'm chilling. From Boston to LA, uh, repping the Boston hat. I see. Always. <laughs> <laughs> are you a big Are you a big sports guy? Yeah, since I mean, Boston's fans are so loyal with the sports teams, and they've done so well that it's just like impossible to not be a incredibly loyal sports fan. So we're not going to be able to convert you here in LA to be like a Lakers fan or a Clippers fan, Rams, mm. uh, Dodgers. Uh, no, I don't know. No, Can't be swayed. I mean, the Lakers Celtics like infamous finals a couple years back. Right. I'm kind of I kind of turned off to that. Well, now you got Kyrie. That's true. Now that's, you got Yeah, so it, it should be really interesting. That's crazy. Yep. It's going to be dope. Well, man, I we're not here to talk basketball. We're here to talk about your new projects that are out. You've released a couple of singles here. Uh you've got this new album that is coming very very soon, uh Pink Tree Paradise on its way. Uh, but we're here to talk about some of these singles and and to talk about you as an artist. Uh, you're definitely on that list of ones to watch. And same for here. Like, that's why we've got you on this showcase, man. Tell me a little bit about how you got involved with music or how music got involved with you. Damn. Okay. So uh, I grew up listening to music. My mom and dad, like, always were playing music. Right. Bob Marley was a big influence okay. early on. Jimi okay. Hendrix. Um, 
So I started playing piano early on, and I switched uh, to drums when I was about 12. Yep. And then I started playing the steel drums. Which is so crazy, <laughs> yeah. because that's like, it really is the marriage between those two instruments, Yeah, right? exactly. I, like, I heard it, and I was like, yo, what is that? Let me get that right now. <laughs> I like went down, met the dude playing it, um, and he started giving me lessons. What, was a guy on the street just playing it? No, actually, my, my dad had a birthday party where they had like a calypso band. And oh. there's a steel drum player, and I heard it upstairs, and I was like, "Yo, I need to hit, I need to play that." And it turned out to be like drums plus piano. Right. So I was like, "Okay, this is it." Like I started playing it, started producing, started songwriting, and kind of got my sound together. Nice. And then man. I went out to USC, and now that's why I'm in LA. And I met this my producer over here, Pete, who's here in studio as well. Um, and you guys have been working together on your project. Yeah. So ever since we met. We've been like just making music together, writing songs, and we kind of found a sound together, which I think we've both been looking for. And we went back to Boston last summer and started making an album, and now we, we're finishing here's we, it up. Here's where we are. <laughs> yeah. Man, tell me a little bit more about that sound. Like, how do you describe your sound? Um, I've always wanted to keep myself out of the box of being like just a rapper or just a like EDM producer or hip hop like I wanted to kind of combine all the genres I could because mm. I grew up playing like I played classical on piano I played rock and funk on drums and then jazz and reggae on steel drums and like all basically I want to take everything like and put it together and into like one big new genre right and I kind of always like the idea of like happy chill but also like upbeat music right and that's kind of what i would say yeah so i have a uh, a collective called feel good sound and i have the same problem describing music as these old school genres i think doesn't apply anymore i feel like you are influenced by all these different things and and it's just music at the end of the day and it's yeah. a vibe that you've created um, talk a little bit about like the reception to this because I mean there is um, you put out a project last year I believe you put out a project called LP Shades Part One mm -hmm, yeah. right uh, seven tracks and Coma like blows up yeah talk about this a little bit yeah so actually I released Coma like before the EP I kind of I made that beat and just like wrote this hook over it and recorded it and played it for some of my friends and. Like, they all were freaking out about it. And I was like, I didn't think too much about it. I was like, okay, it's cool. Like, they love it. And then I posted it, and I was expecting, like, hopefully 20, maybe 50,000 plays. Because, right. like, I, I hadn't got that many plays before. Like, I was hoping maybe 100,000, and then it just took off. And I was like, okay, I can I can do music now. <laughs> You're like, all right, yeah. let's go. It's go time. Yeah. And, and talk about that a little bit now in terms of, like, where you're at now. Because after the success of that... It, do you find it now a bit challenging as the follow-up? Do you feel like the, the stakes are higher now? Um, y Yes and no. I, okay. Like before then, I, I definitely didn't fully think of music as... I mean, I always knew I was going to do music, but I wasn't like set that I could be like, like the next artist. Mm -hmm. And then that blew up and I was like, okay, like people are receptive to my music. Um, I guess, I guess like this is a real opportunity here. So ever since then, I've been like fully like focused on it and yeah. Talk to me a little bit about the balance between being this rising artist on this side and having a lot of success on that side. And then being in the classroom at USC, <laughs> studying music. And I'm, I'm sure like the, there's a lot of talented people that are going to the same school and are in that classroom. But you're somebody who definitely has a leg up in the fact that, like, you're releasing music, things are starting to move. Mm -hmm. uh, talk to me a little bit about that experience. So I've always, like, had to balance those two things, school and music that's been, like, my life forever. So it's it's nothing new to me. Mm. But a couple weeks ago, we actually did just take a leave of absence from school to, okay. to follow it full time. So now we're fully in it and... And it feels great. <laughs> right. And you guys, I'm sure that you've got classmates, former classmates that are like rooting you on too along this, this journey. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Nice, yeah. man. Nice. Well, I want to talk about LA Life a little bit. Tell me a bit about this record. I seen the video. Mm -hmm. Very fun video. Yeah. You guys driving around in LA. Tell me a little bit about the song and then uh, we're going to play it here on Dash Radio. Cool. So that was kind of my transition period to LA. 
from Boston. I've li- I've lived in Boston my whole life, and like LA was the promised land that all musicians are trying to get to. <laughs> then you, I got here, and it was like so fast paced. I met so many important people, and especially in the music industry. I met my producer Pete, and and we just started like cooking up, and it, it was kind of fitting that the first song we made was about the transition to LA. Nice. Well, we're gonna get right into it. Uh, this one, LA Life. Kai hanging out with us here at Dash Radio. Don't go anywhere. More with him, including a brand new song from him as well. Don't go anywhere. You're tuned into next with DJ Hopper right here on Dash. Dropping my look, feeling like a young Warren Buffett. But well, I ain't gonna stop until I'm the goosey working all night just to peek over the summer. Huh? Think you about some when the book is gon' drop? They know we got gold in stock, and we only going up. Homie, go and check your clock. Just give me a minute, and you gon' see a sign shot. Might be one of a kind, and that's life. But this life feels so divine. I can sense a little jealousy. My God, you could come and try yourself. We are building a legacy. My God, stop sitting up on the shelf like a good book that's never read. Got too much meat with no bread. Oh, go ahead, light the cigarette. Put your problems to bed, but they gon' wake up tomorrow and put you over the edge. This what you been looking for. Just another day in the L. Yeah, there it is. L.A. Life. My man Kai hanging out with me in studio here at Dash Radio. That's such a good vibe, man. Thank you. Good good record, (laughs) man. Um, And shout out, man, shout out to your whole team that's here. Uh, Pete, you you produced that record. Um, Nice job on that. I could see about what you guys are talking about, about finding that sound. Mm -hmm. It's definitely a unique sound that's happening right now, especially for a rapper. Um, and you know, I feel like this is, this is a great time for you guys. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. I mean, we have, we have a lot coming up. We just shot a music video for our new single, which is being premiered soon mm-hmm. the next couple of weeks. And then, um, we have a festival coming up. Yep. Uh, yeah. You got a festival that is, uh, it's featuring Chance the Rapper, Major Lazer, some big names headlining this, this yeah. show. I mean, you're playing that. Yeah, what, what, what's going through your head? I mean, because you've been playing, you've been playing shows though. This isn't new. It's not like yeah. this is your first show. You've been. I've read that you've been selling out like five hundred cap spots. Like, yeah, I'm. Yeah, I mean, we've been, we've definitely been doing a lot of shows, and I've been performing forever, doing like jazz shows even before I started rapping. So, it's nothing new, but. This is definitely a big step, and I don't think it's fully set in yet. But <laughs> right, right. <laughs> but I'm excited. I'm I'm really excited. The transition from being uh, a musician and playing piano, drums, steel pan, and then figuring out that you can rap. Did you always know that you had this ability to rap, or like <laughs> when did that pop up? Um, I actually like always kind of wished 
I could rap and sing, but I never, I was always too shy to like do it, I mm-hmm. guess. And um, so I stuck to the instruments. And then about freshman year of high school, my friends and I would, I was on the tennis team and before practice and like during practice, we didn't really go <laughs> too much, but uh, we would freestyle in the car. And I just like, I was like, oh, this is fun. And I started doing it more. And then I started writing and started implementing like singing into it. Cause if you're a rapper now, you have to sing. Otherwise, people won't listen. So. Right, right. And it's just a bit, in some ways, it's a bit easier if you can sing your own hooks as yeah. opposed to trying yeah. to bring somebody I mean, else in. Yeah. Also, I like bought a mic. I, I produced a lot of beats and I was trying to get people on it. And I just bought a mic for other people that, to come over and like get on my songs. And, and nobody would answer the call. And, yeah. Well, <laughs> I, I just, I got a few people over and I was like, I feel like I can do this better. And I just oh, started right. doing it. Yeah. No, and it's then, true. Yeah. It's true. I, I feel like there's, I've heard that story multiple times of, you know, producers who are just like, yeah, I mean, instead of trying to figure out who would fit on this record, I did the demo yeah. and the demo sounds pretty good as is, right? Um, I'm, I've got a visual now of you and your buddies that play tennis in a, in a car, uh, <laughs> freestyle rapping before practice. It's hilarious. Um, all right. So tell me a little bit more about some of the things that are coming up because you're putting together an album. What is the... What is the vibe of the album? Does it sound like LA Life? Um, LA Life was kind of our first like go, mm-hmm. and the sound has definitely changed and evolved since since that record. Um, I think it's more that that was kind of more like hip hop jazz to me, right? And like kind of fusion. I think this this album is more on the pop side, but in a good way. Okay, yeah. Yeah, nice. I mean, nice. And still with that hip hop jazz influence a little bit more, or just more, more straight up. Pop? There's definitely jazz influences and like reggae influences, and because mm. you know we love to like like include everything. But yeah, um, yeah, definitely, definitely like a newer sound for me. And Dope. Yeah, very cool. Well, um, I want to play this song with you. Tell me a little bit about this song. So this we. This was kind of like in the beginning of the summer, we, the, we had a task of <laughs> making an album in three months and before we got back to school and like, no, we didn't really get too much done during school. Like we, we worked a lot, but it's, it's hard to like stay consistent with that. So it was, it was kind of like a lull for us in the beginning of the summer. We, we hadn't really like made any hits and we were like, we need a hit. And then, and then finally we were like, okay, let's just chill relax like just make he started making a beat and i started like writing this hook and it just kind of came together and and now we think it's the premiere single for the for the album for the project nice yeah. uh, are you were you in boston were you back home in boston yeah yeah okay. just in my bedroom making the album <laughs> nice very nice well i mean it, to go from freestyling in the car with tennis buddies to then you know, sitting down with Pete in your bedroom and creating hits. I mean, that's the new form of making music these days. Yeah. 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 I mean, you get a pair of monitors, a microphone, and you're, you're set. And you're off to the races. Well, I'm, I'm very excited to play this song. This is your new song with you. We're playing it here on Dash Radio. Don't go anywhere. We've got a little bit more with Kai when we come back. Uh, here it is with you off of his project, Pink Tree Paradise, coming up. Yeah. Here we go. Got a pocket full of zeros White smoke blows when I open up the window I'm a shark in the pond, you a motherfucking minnow I'm a star, kingpin Pablo Blowing up the gringos Got a chick say my name to a pillow I'ma eat the good like a fucking armadillo I'm a teaser, I'm a pleaser With my visa, like you could call that She gon' see good, roll the D good Roll the B wood like a G wood Roll it up fat, I'm just saying like Don't say nothing Everything's good and I'm only getting better The song gon' come, baby, you can check the weather If you cold here, you can have my sweater Oh, it got me gone I wanna know just how it feels to be you oh. Just stop your search and take a walk in my shoes, baby I'm gonna love you like there's nothing to lose Don't fuck with nothing but I'm fucking with you, baby. I got that new, new, yeah, this the new edition Legalize, legalize, this a coalition. Smoking up on the street, now I got permission. Walk under the ladder, have a talk of superstition. I rely on intuition. Yeah, yeah. The 
that and my ambition put me up in this position. Now I got a platform. I'm a politician, homie. You can take shots, but you out of ammunition. I'm a motherfucking roster. We be rolling down a hill on the hood of a Mazda. Be so ill with the be so hot. You be sitting in the shade, but it feel like a sauna under like 70 evergreen trees. Drinking that Hennessy, jealousy, peace. Spitting my allergy, memory, speak. Metaphenamine pills, gonna cure ready D. I just wanna know. Yeah, Kai, with you. I think you're on to something here, man. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate I, it. I feel like the the vibe of everything is just such this feel-good vibe that I feel like is mature for somebody who's 20 years old to be making this type of music, for the two of you to be making this type of music. I feel like you're ahead of your time here. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate it. This is awesome, man. Um, I'm very excited to have met you. I'm happy to have you through. Uh, we look forward to much more. From you, anytime you got new music that's ready to go, you know who to bring it here. Yeah, right? hell yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, and uh, what has, before we get out of here, tell me, you know, maybe some advice for the people that are out there that are in their bedrooms that are trying to make music and trying to put stuff out there. What advice would you give somebody that is is trying to do that right now? Wow. Um, the biggest thing is just like do it, be yourself and and put the time in. Mm. You, you got to put the time in. Otherwise, it's not going to happen. Yeah. No, it's so true. I feel like people feel like it's just... It, it, yeah. I deserve this. I'm owed this. I'm talented. It should just happen. Yeah, the talent is only... It's half the battle. Mm. If that. It's it's really the work you put in. Right. Right. Well said. Well said, man. Um, I'm very excited about what's to come for you. Uh, we will be watching uh, for sure. And uh, for everybody that is out there, we've got more music on the way. I want to remind you, though, that the entire interview uh, that we just had with Kai is available up on my website, djhoppa.com. You can also get links back to his socials, the video. There's a really fun video for LA Life as well. Yep. And there's a lot of stuff that's circulating around what you're doing, man. So we'll be keeping tabs on everything. More music on the way. Do not go anywhere. You're tuned into Dash Radio. Okay, who's next? This is Next with DJ Hoppa. Yes, that's right. Welcome back to Next with DJ Hoppa. I am DJ Hoppa, and she is Sydney Alton. How are you? Good. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to have you. <laughs> this is also your first radio interview. Yes, I'm super excited. Uh, were you nervous this morning waking up? No, more excited. More excited. Yeah. It's an uh, it's an excited nervousness. Yeah, yeah, it's a good thing. Yes, it's good. Well, you've got um, a new song that you just released called "Up for Air." We're we're gonna get a chance to play it here and get a chance to hear this. Um, but I wanted to talk a little bit more about you and your background and how you got into singing. And you're also an actress, by the way. Yeah. So you sing and act. <laughs> Tell us a little bit more about how you got started. Well, I've been singing since I could speak. Like, two years old. My, my family says I used to belt out all these songs in the car. But I just, like, always felt like it was my purpose. And I just have been performing since I was very young. Um, but, yeah, it just came really naturally. And then I started songwriting, mm. like, around elementary school age. It was okay. usually about, like, the yeah, do sunshine. You remember, do you remember your first song that you wrote? <laughs> yeah, I actually do. I still right, remember how's it, how it go? It was like, where does the sun go when it's not shining? And I was like, uh, <laughs> now looking back at that. I feel like that could be used for something. Yeah, like an infomercial type thing. Right. You never know. There you go. Like There's a sink ten waiting to happen. Sydney is making money right now. Just hey, kidding. there it is. There it is. But you've obviously now moved on from singing jingles for commercials. Yeah. <laughs> and you've now got into releasing your own music. What's that process been like for you in terms of making that transition? It's so good. I love... Well, see, I've been holding on to my songs for so long. So, like, they're like my gems. And I'm just, mm. like, my babies. I'm like, I just need to get these out. And um, 
just like working with producers is so exciting because then you just see it come to life. And then like the fans seeing their response to it is really cool. Is there any aspect of it that you're just like, oh, this sucks? Mixing. Mixing. The process uh, of mixing. Yeah, because you know, you get it back and you're like, oh my gosh, I'm so nervous because everything like things start to change and oh, things yeah. like that. And yeah. it's like and you have to keep going back and forth. So it's a little tedious, but it's worth it. It's well worth it. So do you have a mixing engineer right now that you, you know, always have work on your music? Uh, yeah, I work with The Jungle Room, okay. and they're amazing. Um, they worked with a lot of Disney girls, so I really like their mixing style. Right. Like, so I like how they make uh, the mixing. And so for those that maybe are are not as clear, so the process of mixing is really taking, you know, all of the different instruments, all of the different tracks, mm -hmm. and being able to, like, get levels right, and which really does change the dynamics yeah. of everything. Yeah, it really, like... It just makes it more complete and full. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's really necessary, but, but it is tedious at times. Right. How many times back and forth in terms of like maybe up for air? How many times did that go back and forth? Uh, that went for a while because, well, I'm, I'm a really picky girl. Oh, so you're a perfectionist. <laughs> I'm a perfectionist. It's not very healthy, um, but <laughs> it is necessary for me. I So I do give a lot of. But it's worth it. You know, you gotta you have to. You gotta be particular. It's yes. important. Yes. That's the worst is when somebody's like, Are you like this also like when it when it comes to everything? Are you very particular about everything? Is there anything no. that you're not particular about? <laughs> um, food. I'll eat anything. Really? Yeah. So you're I'm always hungry. So if if we said, All right, so where are we gonna go have lunch? You're like, I don't care. You are you one of those? Yeah, because I'm I'll find something on the menu okay. that I like. All right. For sure. Well that's good. That, that's good because yeah. you're so picky. That's like the worst. Yeah, it's like, no, no one wants to hang out with that girl. You're right, right. I've got a friend who's very picky about the way that he eats. And it's almost embarrassing to be at the table when he's ordering his food because you're just like, oh, okay, no. I know they're going to spit in our food. I just know it. I know yeah, it. Yeah, that's worse. You know? Um, well, this is very exciting. You've got Up For Air that we're going to play here. Tell me a little bit more about this song before we play it. Yeah, so this song, I had never written like this before. I usually am like a go on my guitar or my piano and write to that. Um... But I got sent the track and I started writing to the track. It was actually written in a grocery store parking lot, which is interesting. Which somebody else wrote or you no, wrote it? No, I wrote it. it. You wrote it my in mom a grocery was, store. My mom was grocery shopping and I was okay. in the car listening to the track. And okay. I just started writing in the parking lot. I was like, I'm just going to finish this. And when I got home, it was done. And I cut the vocals the next week. Inspiration can strike anywhere. Yeah, it was weird. I was like, the grocery store parking lot. What grocery store was this? <laughs> it was Ralph's. Shout out to Ralph's for the inspiration. Yeah. You should have called See, the track Ralph's. food Rouse. inspires me. Food right. inspires me. There you go. There you go. <laughs> food inspires me as well, but not in that way, um, unfortunately. All right, so you wrote this in the grocery store parking lot. Yeah. And what is like? What is it about? Um. Well, I instantly fell in love with the production, and then sometimes I feel like, I don't know if this makes sense, but sometimes I feel like... Um, God writes my songs for me. Because I'm like, mm. I don't know like what comes out of me. Like I just start singing and the lyrics just flow. I'm like, okay, God wanted me to say this. Mm. Um, so, but it ended up being about, you know, like someone that you trusted or a friend that let you down and um, just getting through that. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's also about like someone that holds you back from being your best self, mm. the best version of yourself. Like they don't want you to succeed. Right. They get into digital and stuff. <laughs> right. No, it's true. And there's a lot of that that's going on out there. Well, I'm excited to play this here. We're going to play Up For Air. Sydney's not going anywhere. We're going to come back. We're also going to play your um, other song that you released earlier um, called Soldier. I'm going to play that as well. And I want to talk to you about the uh, the Why Don't We Boys as well, because I know okay. that you've done some work with them also. So don't go anywhere. You are tuned in to Next with DJ Hoppa. This is Sydney Alton. Her new song, Up For Air. I'm sorry. Up For Air yeah. right here. On Dash Radio. I was broken and weary. You told me you would save me. But you were too good to be true. Why would you let me down? Why would you let me down? 
Alton hanging out with me here in studio on Dash Radio. Uh, that last song, Up For Air, your new single. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> written in the Ralph's parking lot. Um, I love that. I love that. Talk to me a little bit more about your process as a songwriter. Obviously, you, you spoke about how you feel like these words just come to you. Almost yeah. as if, like, God is speaking through you and <laughs> yeah. that they just end up on the page. Mm-hmm. Does Is there a certain way or do you have a process in terms of getting yourself into that Definitely. Um, I think, obviously, like, when you, right when you're in the midst of something, you go through something, it's really easy to write. Mm. Like, right away, I'm like, I need a guitar, you know, I need to get this out. Um, but if you're just, like, sitting down to write, I, I honestly just, I just let it flow. I just grab a guitar, piano, and, um, you know, I really like having a certain topic and very specific situation because mm. that's my favorite kind of song like a storytelling song right i like writing storytelling type songs like you know taylor swift ed sheeran yep. those types of things so do you walk around like hoping that something's gonna happen today like you're like <laughs> oh man i hope something's gonna happen today so i can write about it no it's really funny because my family will be like saying things and they'll be like just like just like normal like we'll just be talking i'm right. like ooh. I like that first song. And, I, and then I'll go in a corner <laughs> and I'll be on a voice memo and I'll start singing in it. And people right. are like, what is she doing? Like, Sydney, come back to the dinner table. Yeah. What are you doing? <laughs> Definitely. No, that's, that happens a lot. Like, more than you think. No, you got you got to be able to write it down. Otherwise, like, I mean, you probably can't remember actually, all of no, that. No, the worst thing is that it happens right when I want to sleep. So, like, my eyes are closed. I'm, like, halfway asleep. I'm like, should I get up? Can I do this? And I'm like, right. oh, I have to wake myself up, grab my phone, write it down. Because, like, you know... When, yeah. you're, when you're in bed, that's like like sleeping, about to sleep. Like so many ideas come to you. Right, they're flood, they're like rushing through your brain. Yeah, so like that, like now, really now. That's how it works. <laughs> it's like you you know taking it down for the day. Um, well, I love that you've got this song up for air, which we just played. Uh, this is this a part of a project that will be coming soon? I'm definitely hoping to release uh, EP, and I'm working on some Christmas music too. Oh, so nice. Yeah. Very I nice. have a Christmas song that I really want to release. So. Uh, an or, an original, original yes. Christmas song. Oh, nice! I'm excited. Are you gonna please? Are you gonna come back oh, and, yeah, and do the Christmas it. stuff? Okay, good. Oh, good, Christmas good. cookies. That's a, oh, I heard. <laughs> I read that that you you bake. Yeah, I love. All right, you gotta oh, tell I me a little cookies. bit about this. Well, I mean, how could you not love baking? Well, baking I'm not very so- <laughs> good at it, but I guess if I tried and I put some effort into it. It's so exciting because once you take it out of the oven, I, I, mean, I can't wait. I just eat just right incredible. away. Even though I'm not supposed to, you're supposed to let them cool, but I don't yeah. have time for that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Christmas cookies is what definitely is your favorite, What's your favorite thing to bake in the whole world? If you had to only bake one thing, what is your signature go-to? Chocolate chip cookies. Yeah? 
That's my favorite. That's my favorite dessert. Just classic chocolate chocolate. And get a cold glass of milk. Okay. Put on my favorite show. That's my thing. I get I can see you transforming right now. You're imagining <laughs> in your mind. You're getting me hungry. That's my happy place. There hey, there it is. Have you ever tried to have chocolate chip cookies and then write? Uh yeah, I think so, okay. actually. It's nice to have some a... cookies next to my piano I'm writing. Right. I feel but like that would like, be a thing. It's you in a good mood. Exactly. Yeah. I love that. Um, all right, we're going to play this song, Soldier, as well, before we get out of here. But I can't let you leave without asking you about this whole why don't we situation. Yeah. <laughs> you were featured in one of their videos called These Girls. You were one of, like, these girls. These girls. <laughs> um, what was that like? Because obviously we know that there's so much, like, fandom happening around those kids. Yeah, it was so awesome to film with them. They're so they're super sweet guys to work with, and the set was just like a great environment, and it was just it was super fun. And like if you watch the video, you'll see me hula hooping a lot. Nice <laughs> potential collaboration. Hopefully, you maybe never know. we throw that into the universe. <laughs> yeah, just throw it up. You know, maybe bring some cookies. Yeah, you never know. Fake cookies with the why don't we boys? <laughs> right there we go. That would be a great segment to do, actually. Um, well, I want to thank you for being here. It's been an absolute pleasure. Thank um, you so much. I want to remind everybody that you can find out more information about Sydney Alton on my site. So you can go to um, hopaworld.com and get a chance to figure out who she really is. We've got links back to all of her socials, and you released a video recently, um, a lyric video. Yeah, the uh, lyric video is coming out for Up For Air soon. That's I've, coming soon? Yeah, yeah, it's coming out. Okay, so there's so much stuff that's coming. They've got to keep tabs on all of this yeah. stuff. So you can find her through my site. Before we get out of here, we're going to play one more song of yours called Soldier. Tell us about the song before we play it. Uh, Soldier, you know, that was really um, inspired by my journey in moving to Los Angeles because my family has made so much sacrifices for me. Mm. Um, so it's definitely a song for people that are struggling like with a war within themselves um, to help them get through it and to show them they're a soldier there you go there you go uh, soldier right here right now Sydney Alton everybody we, more music right here on Discover do not go anywhere my heart is pouring out tears are just falling down numb in my toes with no place to go no this is the same cycle